Hello, and, and welcome to another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. I'm Wayne Highlander, National Sales Manager for Promoted Adhesives. And I'm Rob Johnson, Wayne Highlander's handler today. Hey, Rob, have you ever heard the expression, lightning in a bottle? Uh, yeah, I have. I actually lived through it the first time I had Indian food. Really wasn't lightning in a bottle, but it was the other, the other it, way. It was lightning. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I learned that curry goes through me like a bullet train on that one. Really? That's good to know about yourself. You yes. don't, don't ever eat, don't Stay ever eat away that. away from the Indian food. Yep. You don't, ex you don't experiment at airports, Rob, <laughs> with food. You don't try out the sushi bar at airports. You don't try curry if you're not sure. So sometimes you hear somebody say, you know what, that floor really blew up. The guy put it on the internet and the floor really blew up. In other words, it got a lot of likes, it got a lot of comments, right? Well, our guest today caught lightning in a bottle. In 2015, when they put their floor of the year entry, uh, it just absolutely blew up like no other. I mean, it's been dubbed the floor that was heard around the world. Today, You're talking about the floor of floors, right? The floor of floors. The yep. floor of floor, that staircase. Yep. Unbelievable. I, the first time I saw that, I thought somebody painted it. I, I thought that was a paint job. There's no way that that was done with wood. Yep. Our guests today are Gary and Lisa Horvath of Real Antique Wood Mill in New Jersey. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your background, and I want to... Um, Kind of go into, uh, I have some questions for you about uh, one of the floors you've done here. So just a little bit about your, your background. All right. My name is Gary Horvath. I'm owner of uh, Real Antique Wood Mill, and uh, I have a hardwood flooring company that's separate. It's ATC Hardwood. And I've been uh, self-employed in the wood flooring business since uh, 1982. A couple of years under my belt of, uh, in the flooring industry. <laughs> and and uh, Lisa? Hi, I'm Lisa Horvath. I am, uh, I'll, I'll say I'm Gary's sidekick. <laughs> been, been with him uh, since, well, we've been married since 92. So I've been with him since uh, 89. So I've been there with ATC and Real and, and the whole, whole kit and caboodle over here. Been together a long time. Yes. Long time. Well, <laughs> Every time I see you guys, uh, what first always, always strikes me, always is the first thing I always notice about you guys is you both have that deep, dark tan and blonde, blonde hair. <laughs> and, you're, and you're from New Jersey, or you live yeah. in New Jersey, anyhow. And um, I think I saw you guys in April, and you still had that deep, dark tan. And, and you know, as, as white as Rob and I are, it would take us, like, till the middle of August to get even a third of the tan that you guys have. Yeah, yeah. we work hard on that. That's right. <laughs> Work hard on the tan, and then you know, outside and work is, is awesome. So, but it's all good. It's all good. It's I like your style. So, if you don't know the name Gary Horvath, and you think, well, I don't know who is this guy. I don't know this guy. I bet you do know who he is. I, I was it 2015 that uh, you, you came out with the floor of the year, which has got to be the most downloaded floor, or the most viewed floor, or the most liked floor. I gotta believe maybe in the, even the history of hardwood floors. So if anybody's ever seen that, that, that floor of the year you did that has the grain going all the way down the stairs and risers that matches perfectly, even into the entryway, fabulous. I mean, I remember the day I saw it 
I mean, I, I couldn't get enough of it. I kept staring at it and looking at it and everything because I had never seen anything. It was the most unique floor. I mean, we've seen everything. There's been some magnificent floors out there. But when this one hit the cover, I went, man, this is this is pretty special, man. Very cool. So my my son and my son, my son asked me about that floor. <laughs> he goes, How'd they do that? I go, Oh, that's paint. That's fake. They didn't do that. <laughs> that's not real. No way. Nobody could do that. Yeah. yeah that was definitely a, a project that <laughs> I had dreamed for a long time. And we had that wood in our house for over two years behind our couch. We were almost three feet closer to the TV and it sat in our house, air drying until we, till Lisa said, it's time to get that effing floor out of here because you're never going to install it in our house. And so out the window it went again because that's how it came into the house with those wow. lamps. Yes. So we couldn't even make it come through the door. We had to bring it through the window and, uh, and then we got a customer for it. And and tell us about how you came to to uh, to get that log, the, the tree for that job. That was from Hurricane Irene. We had one of the hurricanes up the east coast here, and uh, we had that timber. Uh, we had with the sawmill, you know, the the real antique wood. We had cut that up and stickered it and let it air dry for a while. And I said, this is going to be our our floor in our house. But we, <laughs> I I just didn't have probably the time to put it in but we had the concept of what we wanted to do, which was like bring that live edge with the bark and we were gonna bring it through the living room, around through the kitchen and then snake it through our house. But that wasn't that happening. Never that never happened. <laughs> and we kept talking about it to one of our neighbors down the shore and they lived up in uh, a couple of uh, counties away from us. And they said, why don't you put that in our house and, uh, and then just show us some samples. They said, it sounds so cool, let's see it. And that's wow. pretty much how that started. And then we did a little mock-up and he's, and he's a, he's a lawyer, young guy, and he, he wanted something uniquely different. So when we showed him the sample, I was just going to put it down the hallway. And uh, that was the, I was like, yeah, we'll do it here. We'll do it like this. And we did all hand cut floors for him before. And then uh, he said, what about the stairs? And Lisa's <laughs> first words were, yeah, don't worry about it. We could do that. So I'm like, yeah. <laughs> All right. And as soon as I walked out that door, the first words to say, I don't know how to do that shit. She was like, we'll figure it out. And I was like, yep. I don't know how to do it. And she said, we'll figure it out. And uh, we had to think for probably over, almost it seemed like eternity, but a year or so, we had to figure out how we were going to make a bullnosing on that stair tread. And uh, our, our guy at the mill, Anthony Saracino, he was, the, he was the key factor to this puzzle. We brought him to the site. He figured that he'll just cut it long and then fold it under. I use the word fold it under. Mm -hmm. That's what allowed us that bullnosing. And then- uh, And that flow. And that flow. So as, as we figured out how to just fold that piece under with that first mock-up piece, we knew that we had to put a, we would center cut the, put the center piece in first, but on the left and the right side, we put uh, oak uh, stair tread material on both sides and then center up the, the centerpiece. And then we would hand scribe it and Lisa would stand in the back. We'd do this after work and they allowed us to come in at night and we would hand scribe one piece at a time. Anthony would cut it and fold it over and we had long lengths. So we were able to just keep one continuous piece going up the entire stair tread. Wow. There was no chance of making any mistakes. No. There was no cutting off. 
it's a work of art. It truly, truly is a work of art. Congratulations. It's a stunning floor. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, that got us probably from the time we were able to show it, the story was that we were able to post on a Wednesday. Well, we waited, you know how with the, with the uh, contest, you have to wait and not show it until like the contest was over, the yep. voting was done. Right. So the day after was, happened to be a Wednesday and we posted it that day. And then the next morning, Gary and I always went to Dunkin' Donuts first thing in the morning at like five in the morning and we looked and we had 10,000 views. Like, <laughs> first thing in the morning, we were like, we were oh like, my wow. God. And like oh, wow. 10 and minutes it, later, it was 15,000. And by Saturday, that first Saturday, <laughs> we had almost a million likes. <laughs> and the following Saturday, 2 million likes. And we've gotten probably, it still comes around, yeah. we've probably got about 15 to 20 million views of that floor worldwide. <laughs> it still wow. comes up. Yeah. So that we we just laughed and pinched ourselves and couldn't believe it, uh, even and, to this day. And it's just amazing. We still pinch ourselves every day, like like we can't believe that it's still out there when it shows up on like somebody's feed of like some woodworking Woodworker, thing, right. and just, and then we read the comments and laugh because everybody the comments you know are either good or bad. It doesn't matter, but uh -huh. mostly everybody says, "Oh, it looks like bacon. It reminds me of bacon." All <laughs> Not so real, you know, and so. it's not real yeah. it's painted right, so. no way could that last that long yeah. and, and the bark like is that. still on it so. and everything so yeah. the bark is to on the day. edge yeah. and even though we we would hand carve each each bullnose and and i would use a dremel tool to carve it at night and use the, <laughs> the wood dust with uh with epoxy and i would pack it in where it needed to be packed in let it dry and then use a uh the dremel tool and carve the bark so it just wow. tore down the bullnose. With a head, with, with the light head, on your yeah, head, and you know, just a, never <laughs> thought of it. Yeah, it never thought of it. Never. But it was it was a cool project. Yeah. we were so excited to, mm -hmm. to get floor of the year and oh my god, and then you know members' choice. It was right, just that was awesome. Away. That was yeah, that was amazing. Just fun. So that was originally meant for your house. You were going to do that, something like that in your house. Yeah, yeah. there's going to be a there's going to be a home project. Right. Yeah, well, yeah. And, and yeah, it's tough yeah. to, you know what? If you need coaching on doing home projects, <laughs> Wayne Highlander's your guy. <laughs> he knows how to get those projects done at the house. So I, I cracked you, up. You should no. maybe get Wayne to mentor you the next time you want to do a little home project, right, Wayne? How's it going there, buddy, on that 110 well, feet? When you, uh, it cracks me up when you said you had to move the, 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 the couch three feet closer to the TV because I've got, I've got a floor sitting on my dining room table now for too long in pieces right. that my, my wife is like, come on, man, is you, this right. is getting crazy now. So I, it. It, definitely, it. it definitely was like that. Yeah. It was, wasn't even a joke. It was just like, <laughs> all right, now it's time to, you know, time to get that out of here. And I was like, all right. And then, then we, we locked out. It was just timing was everything. Yeah. Uh, I think it's an inspiration, man. I mean, that really, because you can go along in your life and, and, and do floors and do something and then catch fire, you know, come up with something that no one's ever done before. So, I mean, that's, that's kind of um, for anybody out there, man, who, that, you know what I mean? It just shows you not everything's been done yet. You know what I mean? You can find the next thing and you can find something unique. And I think that's, that's really, really cool. I've always, I see the picture from, you know, we all see that, 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 that shot of the picture I always wanted to see the floor looking down. Oh, we, have, we have it. We have we really? one. I'll show you. Oh, yeah. I've never yeah. seen a picture. 
I oh, said man. the best view is looking it's down. Looking down is a no beautiful. kidding. That yeah. is the yeah. best view, even though you can see it from the front. Yeah. But looking down that staircase, you can actually see the one piece just like folded. Wow. It it's is, amazing. It is an it awesome, is. awesome view. And the owners live downstairs. So the I kids the kids get to go upstairs every day and come down. The parents barely see it. They got a house cleaner. Uh, so uh -huh. they, they go upstairs every so often. But, you know, they get to see the, the kids get to see the down view. And they're young kids. Now they're yeah. going to college. They were little kids before. But, I mean, truly amazing view of them wow. looking down. And the, and the color, it looks better in person. You know, even though it, it's a beautiful picture. But uh -huh. what, what a difference in, in person it looks like. And we have a whole progression from start to finish. But if nice. I, I would have known that it was going to be that yeah. popular, we'd have videoed We would have done thing. more. Yeah, yeah. We only have single shots. and yeah. That was my job the whole time. I stood at that front door and made sure that every piece was in that center and coming down where it hit the bottom and was good. Yeah, yeah. that was my job. It was very, very cool. I'll now, send you, you those. I'll send you the. I'll send if you, you wouldn't those. mind, I'd love. Yes, yeah. that'd be awesome. Thank you. I will. Maybe the whole job progression. Yeah, I'll do okay. the whole thing. And then, and I'll be one more guy in a bar showing somebody saying that uh, here's the floor I did. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, we had that. <laughs> I had I had a guy come to Harvester. We actually had a guy in New Jersey. Put it on his van. I told him how cool it looked, and I need some work done in, in the building in Irvington. <laughs> I baited him so good, he swore to me he was the guy that did that floor. Is that even right? I told him, even that I told him, I'm the guy, we're the company that did the floor. He, he said, no, like, I no, swear. No, I swear I this, did it. This was, oh, I, no. My job. He, he, he couldn't believe that we caught him. And eventually, we made him put on his van, this job was done by Real Antique Work. Yeah. Okay. So nice. we made, made him sign we off on We didn't make him that. take it off or anything, yeah, but he had, to, he had to recognize that Real Antique Wood did it. But the, but the moment he was leaving, he turned to us and said, but you know I was on that job helping you, right? Oh, we were like, we, we, he couldn't get the fact that he wasn't there. He didn't do it. It was he amazing. He had a job like that is what he said. Yeah, we were just we're like, like, listen no to me, way. dude. You that wasn't you. I, I, I just couldn't believe it. But you, you had to be there. And if we were videotaping that, you would have swore that this guy did that job. Yes. Because that's how confident he was. Yes. Wow. He wasn't wow. like he was faking it. He's just straight oh. up. Only in New Jersey. Only, Only in New Jersey is that going to happen. Yep. That's my floor. That's my floor. I did that. I mean, he swore, even to the, I'm telling you, the moment that he was walking out the door, but I really helped you on that job. Oh, my gosh. Are you nuts? So, listen, that's not a one-off for you either because, um, um, we were at the uh, Bona Expert School, and you led a panel there. And uh, the floor that you did in that school was absolutely lights out. That's one of those panels that, that you know, at the end of those schools, they throw panels away. I mean, as, as sad as it is, you just don't have the room. Yeah. That was so good. They, they, they just and, and, and that's what an honor, because look at all the talent that's gone through there. And look right. at all the, the just mastered crafts, I mean, stunning floors that are there. But that one was so cool that they had to keep it. You just came in with a couple boards and your imagination. Right. And, right. Uh, and the panel still in, in yeah. St. Louis? Yeah, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Your panel's still there too, right? All three panels that we did? 
No, my penalty rips up right away. <laughs> no, stop it. <laughs> stop it. All those panels were meant for the school. No, they, they were, they're still there or not really? No, I I, honestly, I think the only, well, they kept one for the wall. Right, um, the one and, with the mountain scene in the, in yep, the pit. Yep, yep. And the, um, and yours, yours, uh, yours they kept. And, and I mean, that was wow. an absolutely a stunning That's floor amazing. as well. That's yeah. amazing. That's... And, and, and a true talent testimony for the guys that were yes. there. They did an yeah. awesome job, again, yeah. just, just by winging it. That's what I love about the school is you get guys that come in from all over the country that don't know each other and they, they work together for a common goal and they work like they're getting paid. You know what I mean? And, and, yeah. uh, and the sense of satisfaction and, and, I, and you, you're, you're, you're a hell of a floor man. I mean, no question about it. I know that, that these type of projects, you, your head must be swirling around, man. You have that much talent. I know your your head is got to be uh, swirling with all the opportunities in the next but the next one, you know what I mean? And uh, wait, my turn. That's he's it. He's so yeah. humble, yeah. though. That's the I that's gotta, the key. I got to tell you, we just finished our house here. Uh, we we put in some uh, reclaimed um, wide plank uh, beach and and hickory floors. Uh, maybe we'll show you a little version. And uh, and Jeff, our our guy over here in Manalapan, he had he had hooked us up with the adhesive and the and the primer for the the plywood and 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 the finish we use the the the, the natural and people come into our house because we hand scrape it mostly and we oh and nice we, and we leave it all pillowed and soft people wonder if there, there's any finish on the floor yeah that's how good it looks you know the, wow. the color wow. and the texture is is just blows people away and the the wall behind us is some of the oh, yeah. reclaimed barn wood and and that piece of art there is a, a cypress cone from the bayous of Mississippi. And wow. we, we, we use all sorts of cool stuff. stuff in our <laughs> projects and help people enjoy, you know, living in their homes, you know, because you gotta, you gotta be happy. Well, let's, let's talk a little bit about that. That's one of the other reasons why I wanted to talk to you. Um, and, um, you know, there, there are a lot, a lot of floors out there, brand new floors that are made to look old. You know that that they do certain things. You can hand scrape, and you can do dirt, certain things, and and pillow out the edges, and 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 to make them look like an, antique floors. But talk about what your company does, a real antique wood wood mill, about how you go about getting those those uh, those floorboards, and and how you make this work. Well, we've been very fortunate through the industry. People have contacted us to to get to take barns down around the country. So for for us at, at the at Real Antique Wood, we're, we're able to uh, get these leads, uh, meet with the, the farmers and their families and um, be able to tell the story of who used to live there and their whole ancestry and have the opportunity to take it down respectfully, uh, photograph, get some information about their family and uh, the real families that wanna be involved have an opportunity to stay connected with us through uh, social media and want to know where their project, their wood goes to. So mm -hmm. they're, they're happy to hear that great grandpa's barn was cut up or made into mantle or floors or any kind of particular wood project that they're able to know that that wood is, has a, a, a second life. Uh, you know, what's that saying that we have? Uh, where history, where, where repeats, history itself. repeats itself, where you're able to, to allow this old product, not just to, to be, live on. to live on mm -hmm. and, 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 and other people to enjoy it. So that's what we, 
I like really doing now is, is taking these barns down, repurposing the wood at the mill, having an opportunity to install the hardwood floors or the walls or, or, or Anthony and the guys at the shop fabricating furniture or kitchen islands and that we're able to install them on their new projects and, and their build outs and that they know a little bit about the family that this particular barn or this wood came from. Mm -hmm. So we've been very fortunate to, to enjoy that part of this flooring career, you know, after being in the, the flooring business for so long, installing from the inch and a half to two and a quarter, moving <laughs> our way up to, a, to getting opportunities now to have a, a different clientele that, that really want to know that there is stuff made here uh, with love, you know, and we like to use the word that we make it with love and install it, that they want to know that this is, you know, every contractor I bring in this reclaimed wood starting in their house is throwing us under the bus and the, the train is going over my back. <laughs> and then when I'm done finishing it, they, they tell the homeowner how they knew how good this job was going to look <laughs> from the beginning. Uh, you know, how really nice that wood was. That wasn't the first word they were saying. They were saying, what why are you, bu you buying firewood to put in your house until I get done with it? And then all of a sudden, hey, I knew it was going to look like that. It's beautiful. Yeah, really? I, I, I can't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Son so, of a gun. Yeah, you know, so, but yeah, you know, we've been very fortunate, so. You know, you make it sound so easy. You just, hey, I go in, I tear down the barn, and then I got wood. I, I think there's a lot more to it. I, one Saturday morning, I get up, I'm having coffee, and I'm watching this old house guy, Norm Abrams, yeah. and he, he made a coffee table out of a couple of pallets, and my wife said, man, you could do that. I go, hell yeah. I'm a fourth generation floor man, that's nothing. <laughs> Went out that day, got three, four pallets. Long story short, I had a really good bonfire that night trying to rip those pallets <laughs> apart. And I said, you know what? Instead of the coffee table, uh, we'll invite the kids over and do a weenie roast out back. And these pallets are going to burn great. So when I hear that you guys are ripping down barns, just cutting it into flooring, I, I, there's a whole other episode of what's got to be going on behind the scenes with that. I can't imagine how many guys it takes and really what it takes just to do that. I mean, just <laughs> pulling apart one pallet, I said, oh, I'll never do this again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely a challenge. For, for our floor here in our house, uh, I had um, four guys going to Ohio with me. Two of them backed out. All I had was me and Lisa. The hotel was booked, the machine's on the site, and the farmer's expecting us to be there. Lisa, uh, with her cancer, had an infection. I had no other choice. She came with me. She was the telehandler. She was Johnny Jet for me. She drove <laughs> that telehandler like a trooper. I, she knows how to, to, to uh, handle that 55-foot that, that boom that machine that I have. She can drive me around the barn on, a, on you know, 40 feet up in the air and not bounce me out of that cage while I'm cutting <laughs> these timbers down and pulling out the pegs. And uh, so she's become uh, my, my best driver that I can trust with my life to take down these barns. And it takes about three to four guys about a week to take them down. We depends on how we start. Could be from the siding first or the roof first, depending on the particular site and the condition of the barn. And, uh, and able to, to denail majority of the material on site, uh, band it all up and get it ready for a semi to be transported 500 or 700 miles back to New Jersey. And then the process of 
the uh, magnet, uh, demagnification of the nails and, and then the resawn and kiln drying and, and sticker in it. We, we, we have now three kilns that we're able to dry our wood. Uh, a big, you know, for us, it's uh, 17,000 square foot milling and manufacturing. And uh, basically we started with not one piece of equipment, not one stick of wood, and we started from zero and now we've had, we have doubles and triples of every piece of equipment. Uh, and we have the ability to have anywhere from 300 to 800,000 board feet of material in stock at any given moment. So we, we take mm -hmm. down barns like, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, like mad men and women, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's definitely a challenge each barn, you know, that I don't know which direction it's going to head until I get there. And then we start out slowly and then we ramp up. We start from sunrise to sunset. Uh, you basically don't stop for lunch. Uh, we only stop for dinner. Um, if it's super hot out, if you have a, a lunch or a sandwich, you're going to throw up. And if it's super <laughs> cold out, you're not going to get back uh, in the swing of things because it's just too cold. You know, mm -hmm. we're working in sometimes 20 below wind chill factors, taking the barns down because it just happened to kick up while you're out there. So basically we just work our 12 or 10 or 14 hours a day go back to the hotel, eat like we're going to the chair and then go to bed. You know, it's, <laughs> you got no choice, you know, but it, it is definitely a physically demanding job, yeah. but when it's done and you see the semis pulling out with, with the, 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 the big timbers, you know, we, we get timbers up to 12 by 12s up to 60 foot long hand hewn timbers that we take down in one piece and we transport them back to New Jersey and, and we try to keep every timber full, long lengths. Uh, and we've made hardwood floors up to 23 foot long, 13 inches wide heart pine that we've installed. So, you know, so people say, what kind of wood, what kind of lengths do you have? I say, what, what kind what of room want? do you have in your house? You know, we can make any timber. So we, we kind of just have fun with what we do. Mm -hmm. It's so, definitely a different job. Yeah. Talk about that process. So what I see now, I see a place with a whole bunch of old wood sitting in a in a in a building and in a kiln and whatever. How does it go from there to a job site? I mean, who looks at that and says, okay, that could be a floor? How do you, how does that connection happen? Well, in the beginning, um, with the size building that we had, we we stockpiled a lot of wood, made overhangs, and we and we put together a showroom. So we have to uh, a showroom at, at in Irvington that we have that people can actually see the style of floor um, or furniture or whatever they're actually looking at. But the, the whole process starts from that pile of wood. Once I take it down and it comes to New Jersey, uh, Anthony Saracino, he'll take that material, pretty much tag it and know where that barn is from. And then he'll cut off the ends and then know what kind of species of material he has. And then we'll log that down and then he'll know the inventory for when they have a project coming up or if we we make inventory so people can actually just pull from uh, the showroom hey i need a thousand feet of silver gray siding or red or i need white oak flooring 10 inches wide so we have inventory available uh but then we also make the orders you know special orders for those that want to place an order they, they, they'll do a request or they'll come to the shop or the showroom and actually see or go on our website or our, our social media. They, they're pretty big into that. But, and they'll be able to pick a floor and then we'll, we'll be able to mill it to their specifications and then complete that project 
you know, within a timely manner, their request. So, you know, it's, it's, it's been a, from starting from scratch, we have very, very, very good people. And uh, I know as a, as a flooring contractor from, that's all I know is that simple part of life. I had to hire people that know a lot more than myself from social media to, to actually knowing how to, to, to mill and fix the equipment and how to band together a group of guys that Anthony runs, he runs the entire mill and the operation and his wife uh, Taylor does our bookkeeping. So now we've kind of covering all the bases from processing to bookkeeping. You know, these are things that are kind of new to floor guys that on a bigger scale and, and showroom and sales guys and, and, and social media people. So we've started to fill those positions to allow us to, the opportunity to grow. So this is, this is where we're at. We, we started in 2011 from zero and next, today yeah. Yeah. next month will be nine years next year yeah <laughs> so from zero to to having a a established um reputation uh which we'd like to build on you know that's that's kind of the the hard point to go you know we ship to california and, and north and south but you know again i'm a believer in a lot more i i like a lot of projects I like to do a lot of stuff you know so people say how many days a week do you work I say it doesn't really matter what do you got for me and it and it, it makes it easier for me to to build from there than you know where do you go to work I I've been out of job to go to Hawaii the same floor you know floor of the year job um, and they were out of Seattle but they they bring their dogs and they were just a, the woman was a little afraid that the dent the the, the, the walnut was a little too soft so they kind of nixed the idea. It wasn't about the money, which would have been nice, but they were like, ah, we're just a little concerned with that particular <laughs> wood. So we didn't really get too much for that job. So uh, to me, uh, it's another reason I, Rob and I were talking about before you guys came on. I really think you guys are uh, actually very inspirational uh, for, for someone getting into this trade. I mean, um, it's really the American dream. Like you said, you started without a piece of wood and out of machinery and you didn't know certain aspects of it. You had to figure it out as you went along, but uh, it, it all starts with energy. I think you can get, you can get a lot of good things out of life, but you've got to put the energy in. Oh yeah, you're, you're both hard workers, man. I mean, you you know it. I mean, it's in your in your DNA. I mean, you're very very driven hard workers, and and it comes from like you said, love of the craft. And uh, so I think anybody that that's listening to this podcast, and especially young guys coming to trade, they go, oh, what you know, you can install you know two and a quarter strip all day long or you maybe you can start and maybe that's and that's fine i'm not mocking that for a lot of people that's absolutely fine but but there's a lot of ways you can go in this industry and what one thing i love about this trade um, no it sounds uh it sounds like you guys aren't even talking about a job sounds like you're talking about your hobby you seem that passionate about it where it's almost like a hobby and not a job to you guys yeah it really isn't a job it really is yeah. something that we love to do and and we're, we're so grateful that we get to do it together too and i've learned so much from gary himself that you know carries me into stuff that like you said you know i, I mean not, not to go back but you know i have cancer and i've i've for the past two years and but i i've gotten to take down barns i've gotten to you know really just move through all of that that was a huge inspiration for me not to be you know sad and angry and you know it, it put me right into that positivity it put me into the passion 
of what we really love to do and and we love to be together and and the things that he taught me and like he said you know me on that telehandler like i would have never in a million years thought that after i was done with that i'm like come on we need to find something we need i need like a bulldozer i need to go <laughs> she wants to be a heavy equipment <laughs> operator now and i'm like i don't need that work i don't need that kind of work i just need you to drive this I just want to drive them now. Yeah. <laughs> she wants to start dropping foundations now. Yeah. Right. You know, so go a whole new got a backhoe. I know nah, we don't need that kind of equipment. But oh we God, got we got a couple around. of upcoming barns in Ohio coming up in uh, September and uh, <laughs> you know, which is good. The end of September when the, the, the they're done with the, the harvest, they gotta pluck the beans out of the two areas that we gotta go and and then hopefully we have a barn raising up in Nashville. We have a, a project, one of our um, other reclaimed guys is gonna allow us to go to, to Nashville, raise the, the first time I'll be raising a barn, they take them down, tag them and put them back up. So he invited Lisa and I, and hopefully we're gonna get a flooring project or some wall material project out of that job. So, which is good. I'd like that opportunity to go to work. You know, I, I tell people every day, I'm happy somebody lets me in their house. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Crazy. All right, the last 20 years, uh, you have cancer, that's horrible. It looks like you're doing well. I am. But man, you guys have faced a lot of stuff over the last 20 years. You had 9-11. I don't yeah. know where you were for that, but you're you're local to that. Oh, yeah. You've yeah. had Sandy. You had Sandy. Yeah. You had Irene. And now you got COVID. Yeah. And you guys are still smiling, man. I mean, what's it going <laughs> to take? Huh? Where else can there you go wrong? Nothing. You know, yeah. we're at the beach. Yeah. Life is good. We built a new house. Yeah. We're happy. And, and uh, you know, Lisa gave me an opportunity a couple of years ago to take Anthony. We went to... We went to Indonesia, we went to Bali and the island of Java, and we were able to get old, um, old fishing boats and repurpose those, those colorful materials and make furniture out of those, which we sell to uh, different um, people around the U.S. here. Uh, a lot of restaurants. A lot of restaurants and, and, and pizzerias and, 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 and nail salons and just oh my God, so different many. lobbies. <laughs> it, it's just, you know, so we went to, to Bali, and uh, we spent two weeks there. Two People weeks. were like, so how was Bali? Did you enjoy yourself? We're like, hell no. We worked from like <laughs> six o'clock in the morning until eight o'clock and we traveled from one island to the next, uh, acquiring products and just so we can we can show people what we're able to do and uh, and and just have, uh, you know, we have live edge slabs that can go up to 32 foot long, six foot wide acacia tables that we make for, for different people, you know. Uh, the one that, yeah. yeah, 16, 16 footer footers, and, uh, 30 footers, you know, so we do a lot of live edge with the epoxy. So we, we've expanded to a lot of wood products from whether they're the U S or live edge or reclaim, but it's all repurposed kind of material. You know, that that's kind of what we're in the business of repurposing. And we have the original barn doors and hardware. And again, it's just, you know, we don't really want to let anything go. We recycle the dust that we make. We recycle the scrap wood into uh, mulch. So we, we kind of repurpose everything uh, as much as possible. So we're, we're kind of in that whole recycling business. Uh, you know, it's the nails that we're trying to, uh, we keep the old hand cut forged nails that they used to blacksmith with. But, uh, you know, again, we, we've had the opportunity to do a lot of different things. So, you know, we kind of want to, uh, Anthony, who's our main guy, he's, he just had a son. So, uh, we're hoping to pass this business to him because Lisa and I don't have children and mm. pass the business to him and his wife. And then, you know, hopefully they'll, they'll carry that. You know, what else is great is you guys are in the repurposing business. You even repurposed the old harvester building. Yes. yes. 
I, I was so happy to hear that 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 oh. just stayed in the wood floor industry. I mean, the history behind, I bought my first radiator sander from wow. them and that was made in that building. I mean, wow. I remember one of the first times I went in that building, uh, I was walking around with Greg and I said, oh, sounds like somebody, uh, smells like somebody dropped a pallet of finish. He goes, no, we make poly over it. It was the coolest yeah. building in the world. One end of the building, they're making poly. The other end of the building, they're making machines. It was like having lunch at the UN, too. I mean, there yeah. were more oh. different we had people yeah. and nationalities that worked there. It was yeah. just an awesome place. When yeah, I heard awesome. you guys have it and now you've repurposed it, that's yeah. just that's just another feather in the wood floor industry cap, I think. They were, they were big for us back in, you know, yeah. when we first started is that they, they, Bob Fuller got us into the NWFA. And yeah, that's, wow. He signed yeah, us up. He signed he, us uh, up. He, and he's the original, he's, yeah. he's oh the God. original guy or yeah. one of the original founders was, of that. They were yeah. amazing. Yeah, he was, he was very instrumental yeah. for, for us to join. He told us, that you are different than these other floor guys. And first I was like, yeah, you're just trying to sell me something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and our first trip was down. Well, he is a salesman. Yeah, yeah yes. exactly. It was, so, Dis yeah, yeah, our first convention was Disney and yeah. it was so much fun. And and we were we were was, hooked from the area. Yeah, that was it. And all we wanted to do was go every year, find out where it was yeah. and, and go to the classes and listen. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I, I'm doing that right now. So I guess everything is going to be okay. And yeah. if I had questions, <laughs> I would ask. And, you know, I'm like, first I thought I knew everything. Galen from 3M would oh tell me the sanding gosh. sequence. And I'm like, nope, we don't do it like that. You know, and, <laughs> and well, I had to learn, you know. Then, and then the, well, the, the longer I go, the, the less I knew. So I said, I better keep going, you know. I better well, let's, let's talk about that. Uh, uh, where, where did you learn to trade from? And then for somebody that's coming up in the trade and what have you, uh, maybe some tips along the way that's helped you in your career and kind of talk about that a little bit. All right. Uh, I started when I was probably in eighth grade or when I was about 15 years old, I learned from my uncle. He was a, he was a, a, a teacher. So we had the summers off and I started in a, in a place in Hackensack that uh, they went out of business, but I started as an edger and a hand scraper. So I edged and hand scraped for a whole $35 a day for 10 hours. And uh, <laughs> I, plus I had to do the steps and I had to vacuum and help cut in. So in the beginning, I knew that this was a hard job, but I, I, I didn't have, you know, I'm going to use some basic skills. So I knew I wasn't going to go to college. So I knew as a, as a trade person that I'm better with my hands. I went to a trade school as a kid for masonry. So I knew that working was kind of where I would, need to be as far as my academic skills went so uh so as i got out of high school i'd work in the summers and the and the weekends and the holidays doing the hardwood floors and when i graduated in 82 my uncle left the the teaching business and he started a flooring company and and i became a partner i did you know at 18 years old put in ten thousand dollars plus my truck to be a partner I'm like, wow, that's a lot of money. I'm only 18, <laughs> but you know, uh, it was the early eighties and, uh, life was good. You know, I was able to, 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 to kill it if you would, you know, uh, but you, you, we worked and I was a shy kid. So it was hard for me to go knock on your door and talk on the phone and schedule. But that was something that it, it came pretty much as time went on and became more and more easier to become a, a introduce yourself. And, and then, 
make the sales pitch and then get the job schedule and then uh, you seem seem like you overcame that i did thank god <laughs> and then as life went on uh thank god i i, I met up with uh you know bob and, and and gertrude allowed us to to join the nwfa and and, and learn huh. from there and that that's where things exploded for me i didn't know that joining an organization such as the nwfa would help me that much i'm, I'm today continue to try to help these guys these young guys or newer guys that know everything like i did to join and allow the opportunity to go and miss out that 15 or 20,000 you would make for that week and go and learn something. And uh, that was key to, to growing. And then all the other schools. Well, yeah, right. all the regional schools and all the NWFA schools, wherever I could soak up that knowledge from these guys throughout the, you know, all over the world, they would come to these schools. And, and, and that's where I learned more on how to do jobs better. I did not know I only knew one way how to bake a cake and now I, I, I have a bakery, you know, I know how to, I know how to cook things differently and how to learn from, from people that know more than myself, such as the sawmill. I needed to surround myself with brighter people. And, and in the NWFA, it's allowed me that opportunity to, to keep my ears open and my mouth shut. And then I can learn. And then from there I can help others. And uh, that's where this had to go was that once I learned more, I was able to sell better and then allowed me to get better opportunities for whether it was the contractor or the homeowner to do better jobs. And as, as the machines have gotten better and the techniques and the, the products the have gotten yeah. better, um, basically that's, that's how I had to grow. I had to, I had to make a decision which product line I'm going to use. And, and Bona has been instrumental. I was, um, first introduced to Bona through uh, Hoboken floors in Aurora, Colorado, when our boy Todd just first started right out of college. <laughs> Todd was there, you know, so uh, Todd and I go back from when he started oh and that's how long it's been. And, and Bona has been instrumental for, for my product choices for what I use. So, you know, basically I use the glue, I use the, the, the stain, I use the, you know, the finish, the finish the primer, it, you, the... you know, so there's, there's nothing that, that I, and I had to make a decision. Do I use oil base or moisture cures or all the acid cures, or do I just go to a more environmentally friendly or finish that's gonna allow us to have people not be so aggressive to the smell? And that's where I had to learn. But I had to learn this all from going to school and to these trade shows and, and, the, and, and the conventions to figure out which is best, you know, because what we did as when we first started is different than today. And mm -hmm. thank God the equipment and, you know, the, re the, the, R the research and development departments put out a lot of money for us to learn how to do a better job. And boy, do they turn out much better now. You know, <laughs> we've learned. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But I have to say this, and I, I said it earlier in this, but I, I mean, you, you two, to me, are an absolute inspiration to a lot of people in, in this trade. And I, and I think you're also a great love story. Thank I'll say you. that. I mean, um, to me, it's, it's uh, I, I can't imagine one of you without the other. And I, if anybody, if, if there's ever a couple that complimented each other, uh, uh, it's the two of you. And awesome. so uh, we appreciate you guys as customers and just that you're in the industry and uh, keep, keep going, man. I, I love everything that you guys are doing and that you're passing this on 
uh, and you recognize that, that it's important to pass it on, right? I mean, it's important to keep the industry that's been good to us to, to, to move it forward. Absolutely. 100%. You can make a good living doing this. Right. There's, there's, no, there's no opportunity other than you putting yourself out right. there and, and allowing people to help you. Yeah. You know, and thank God people are, are open-armed, you know, whether it's Boner or the NWFA, everybody's so willing to help and teach and train. And, and the new guys, if they can, that's, that's the way to go is to allow people to help you. Yeah. Uh, and then you'll learn more. Yeah. So again, I want to say this is uh, Gary and Lisa Horvath with Real Antique Wood Floors. Uh, I'll get that right. You got it. And out of, out of uh, is it Hoboken, New Jersey? Where in New Jersey? Irvington. Irvington, Irvington New Jersey. Irvington, New Jersey. Okay. Yes. All right. Um, I have to say before also uh, uh, that uh, Jeff Alfredo, the territory manager in New York, I mean, sings your guys' praises. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and, and, we, and we love him. Yeah, he's, he's, he's awesome. We're good. Yeah. He's, he's, he's wonderful. Treat you. Everybody, yeah, every, yeah. everybody that we've, you know, we've had in our, in our lifetime in, in the wood industry has been pretty much awesome to right. us every. Yeah. 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 Well, I think you, when you put it out there, you get it back. You know right. I, mean? I think, I think that's a, that's a, a lot of key in, in life too. So. Isn't, isn't Jeff though, isn't he like the quintessential Jersey guy? If you looked up Jersey guy in a textbook, it would be a picture of Jeff. You guys seem way too happy to be Jersey people. You're Jersey Shore people. Yeah, we're that's Jersey. right. There's a difference. There's a difference between no, no, no. Jersey all, people okay. and Jersey Shore people. Yeah. Hey, I love Jeff. But Jeff is good. He's quintessential Jersey. Yeah. Hey, every I, call I, I talk to Jeff almost every day, and every call starts like, "You're not going to believe this one." <laughs> well, there's a lot of stories to tell over yeah, here. You know? <laughs> and what you thought you heard before yeah, is wow, this is new to us. So, yeah. you know, there's, there's, new Jersey has a lot behind it. There's a lot, a lot of different things that happen around here. Well, again, thank you. Uh, uh, for, for being on with us today and uh, this has been another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. Please stay tuned for another episode. <laughs>